Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Buzzer Beater Podcast. Today we're begin- we're going to be talking about NBA predictions for the awards this year. For and anything else to add to John? No, that's today's going to be a lit podcast. It's just a way too early. Uh, David and John NBA predictions. You know, Coach of the Year, Player MVP, Most Improved Player, all those awards. Um, yeah. Let's get right into it. Which David, or do you want to start off with? I don't want to start off with MVP. I feel like that should be last. I want to start okay. off with something a little more mild. Rookie How about the defensive year? player of the year? Defensive player of the year? Yeah. Uh, my defensive player of the year was Anthony Davis. I felt like he should have had it last year, and there's no voter fatigue on it, so I think they're going to give it to him this year. Um, I have to disagree with you on that. I, Who's going to get I, it? I think there's a clear winner, and I think this player is very, very – um, underrated in terms of defense. I mean, he's still one of the best defenders, but I don't think people give him enough credit. And that is one of the leaders in blocks and one of the leaders in steals. Do you know who I'm talking about? Miles and he's leading in rebounds? No. Who is it? Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's averaging 14 rebounds, most of which are defensive rebounds. Um, he's averaging 2.4 blocks and two steals a game. That's a D-point material right there. You think he's going to keep it up, though? I don't know about... I think so. Last year, he was... I think last year, he ended up, at the end, leading first or second in blocks. And in steals, he was top 15. This year, he's top 10 in steals. That's a big difference. Um, I think he'll keep it up, for sure. That's a sneaker pick. I didn't think about that. Yeah. No, that's that's my guy, man. I, I really want him on fantasy. But I, I can't get him. I've been trying to get him for trade. Yeah, he's such a good fantasy player, but yeah. dude, Andre Drummond, he's my deep boy. Uh David, do you do you not like my pick? It's a good pick, but I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna like he's like a great player. He's gonna get his like two blocks per game, he's gonna get a steal per game, he's gonna get his ten rebounds. But I don't know, like the media likes choosing the big name guys. I don't think he's yeah. really a big name. Do you think it's out of this world to say that, let's say, like, Miles Turner or Larry Nance Jr., who's – they're both leading steals and blocks. Will they get it? Because you just said they want a big-name guy, you know? Yeah. So do you think no. it's out of this world to say that? They get it? Yes, it is. There's no way Larry Nance Jr. is going to win defense play of the year. But, I mean, Rudy Gobert is not really Larry a big Nance, But Larry Nance Jr.? He's averaging 2.7. Comparing an all-star, all-NBA player to Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, an all-NBA player like like Shaq said that made $200 million for averaging 11 points in the NBA. Yeah. But Miles Turner is leading the pack. He's averaging 3.7 blocks. Mm -hmm. Second is Christian Wood with 2.3. You're telling me that's not D-point material if you're leading by 1.4 blocks? I don't know. He's leading significantly. Larry Nance is pretty close. It's not too far. It's only 0.5 steals away. But Miles Turner, dude, I don't think he'll keep it up. If you ask me, I don't think he's gonna keep it Definitely up. Definitely not. No, he's I not. always saw him as a, I always saw him as a bad defender. I don't know what happened this year. Yeah. I saw him as actually I saw him as a good like uh rim defender, but not good perimeter. Mm. But um hey, we'll see. That's an interesting convo. I think yeah. 
Anthony Davis is just a safe pick, in my opinion. I wanted yeah. to go with more of a colorful pick. Um, but hey, Anthony Davis might get it. You like you said, you know, the media likes big names. You know, last year it was literally between what I think it was AD, Rudy Gobert, and Giannis. 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 Yeah, just three huge names, three all stars. Um, who do you have for your coach of the year? Coach of the year. I was I was gonna do the Atlanta Hawks head coach, but I decided to okay. go back to Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Hmm. Do you know who I have as my coach of the year? Who? I want you to guess. They're number one in the West right now. The Suns. Um, yeah, the Monty Williams. Williams. Monty they're five Williams. and one. I'm not saying they're gonna keep up, keep it up, be the number one seed. Yeah. They're looking really good to start off, and I think. Sometimes coach of the year, like remember when uh, yeah. Brad Stevens was in the conversation when he was like, he got the OKC to be seventh or sixth seed. Yeah, and Doc Rivers. Yeah, like the coach of the year is not always, in my opinion, like the best team. 90% of the time, it will be the coach of the best team. But there's also a really big chance it's that team that made the biggest leap, you know? And I think the Suns are that this year. They're that, they're that prin- not princess team, but that team that shocked everyone you know they're five and one right now last year i mean they were, weren't even close they were 12th dude what do you like, think if like the suns right mm-hmm. what do you think their ceiling is for this year hmm. their ceiling okay i would have to go with uh in a full 80 82 game season no for like for first round or first oh, round playoffs season. okay well, I'll say my regular season two. I think, I think their ceiling is 57, 58 wins. Nothing that's gonna happen. I think their fe- ceiling is that floor in the regular season is like forty-seven wins, right? Yeah. Um, playoffs. Uh, clearly, the floor is losing in the first round. Ceiling, I would say, is the finals is a stretch. I mean, they only have three good players. Three like, actually. Mikel Bridges say, is really good. He is, but I don't, I don't think he's... It's clearly just Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, you know? Mikel yeah. Bridges is just that fourth uh, fourth man, but is Western Conference Finals too much? I was thinking more, to be honest. Really? You were thinking Finals? I think they could go. Really? I would want to see them play a primetime team like the Lakers. So far, they've been playing the Kings. They've been playing the Nuggets, pretty good team, but the Jazz, the Jazz, pretty good team. But I want to see them play like the Lakers, the Bucks, the Nets, a really, really good team, like one of those elite teams. Yeah. What's uh, it called? But like, if they face up, let's say, let's say the Lakers get knocked out early somehow, they face up the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Oh I yeah, think they have a chance. Yeah, for sure. But. Could they beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series? I know they just beat them a few days ago. I think so. Really? The Nuggets? Well, they have a, yeah, I think Because so. they have DeAndre Aiden to guard Jokic. Jokic is practically unguardable, but still, they have DeAndre Aiden. And they have Chris Paul for Jamal. Chris Paul is not a good defender. Not anymore. He's not as good. He's just an average point guard. And, and you could put Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges is a great defender. Uh, Devin Booker... I want to bring something up. Devin Booker this year has not been doing great. Very great. Yeah. A lot of people are really disappointed with this play. Do you think it's fair for them to be disappointed with him averaging 
believe it's 19 to 20 points a game. Like, it's fair, but I don't, like, I, I don't understand why they're, like, that disappointed. Because, of course, his points per game is going to go down. But I think he's going to bring it back up to, like, 24 by the end of the season for sure. Like, wow. for sure. Really? Yeah. I think this year we have to remember that not only did he lose his PPG from Chris Paul, uh, you know very well, like me and you, we know, you know, there are other great players. You just mentioned Mikhail Bridges. Cameron Johnson has been doing very well scoring-wise. Yeah. So there are other players who are going to be taking his points. Like, I wouldn't even say Chris Paul is the biggest person that took his, like, the biggest reason why he lost so many PPG. Because Chris Paul is only averaging, like, 12 points. I think it's like Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, I'd say Mikhail Bridges or Cam Johnson. And they even have Jay Crowder in there. Dude, I want to say something. They have a lot of 3 and D players like i was yeah. just like they have links and galloway jay crowder uh, they have what's his name mikhail bridges mikhail bridges do they have solomon hill they have one of those oh eton Moore. they have eton Moore. eton Moore, yeah so they have a lot of three-point shooters um so where yeah, is solomon gonna, hill now solomon hill where is he now the heat i think yeah the heat pretty sure still no, i'm really oh 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 solomon hill is on the hawks Hawks, okay. Yeah, Hawks, yeah, yeah, my bad. Not the Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I think hold the chatter on Devin Booker. He's still one of the greatest young players. In my opinion, I mean, he's still one of the best young players in the NBA. Best under 25. Sure. Um, but I like your pick for Frank Vogel. I feel like... Um, you had a good pick, too. Because, like, yeah. they're going to get... For sure. I like the Suns are not going to be the first seed. If you yeah, were to ask me, I would say honestly, before the season, I would have said four to six seed. How they're playing now, I would say the three seed, three or four. Like really? they're playing really well. I had them as my eighth seed. Whoa. Yeah, that's too low, in my opinion. I don't know. But, but before the season started. Yeah. How would you say they are now? What seed? Like around that four or five area. Four or five. Yeah, I would say three might be pushing it, but I would say three to five, four to six, that area. I don't think they're going to, what's it called, beat out the Nuggets or the Clippers or the Lakers for a better seed, a better, better, what's it called, record. Hmm. Because the Nuggets always have a great record. Clippers always do. Lakers. According to Charles Barkley, though, this year, the, the, what do you call it? Nuggets. What team did he say were better than the Jazz? Shoot, he said there was King, a team. Kings. The Kings. He said the Kings are better than Jazz. So, Still. I mean, I don't know. The Pelicans are number two in the West right now. Really? Is that, they're, they're four, four and two. two. Really? Is that worth any noise? A little, not yet. One last question for the teams, and then we'll go to most improved player. But who's the best player in the Pelicans? Brandon Ingram. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I thought you were going to say Zion. I have Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo on my fantasy team. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? I, I like Brandon Ingram. He's a, He's been playing really well. Mm-hmm. And then Zion's been, like, averaging his 20. Lonzo's mm-hmm. actually playing well this year, too. Like, he's confident, finally. Yeah. I, I have Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram's the best, though. Like, I see everywhere how... People say Zion's the best Pelican, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I was reading a Reddit post about it. But in my opinion, I mean, I think Brandon Ingram is 
the best. Like late game, when they need like a bucket, they might go to Zion. But overall, team leader, Ingram's a bucket, man. I mean, he's yeah, he only, he has it they, all. only go to, they only go to Ingram. Yeah. They never go to Zion Lane here. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 they do sometimes. When like, but he's so good downhill. He yeah. just straight at the basket. I mean, he goes and gets so that annoys me though. That annoys me because like he has so many wide open layups, and they don't. They never call fouls for him because I'm always watching Pelican games because I have mm-hmm. all of them on my team. Mm-hmm. They never call fouls for any for Zion. He always gets really? hit while going in the rim, and they don't care. Yeah, they they think because his body's like way more resilient, like it's okay if they don't call a foul. But I don't think that's fair. Yeah. But um, okay. Anyways, most improved player. I'll start off with mine. Um, I you might have the same player as me. Pretty sure you do. Not hundred percent sure though. Jalen Brown out of the Celtics from UC Berkeley. Oh my gosh! I totally forgot about Jalen Brown while looking looking through this. Who did you put? I put Darius Garland. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that was also top player for me. I don't think that's bad. That that's I'm, actually probably the one and two. How it'll look but like I, don't, the end. I don't know if Jalen Brown's gonna what's it called to keep this up though, because like Kemba's so? coming back. Kemba's coming back. That's the thing. I think let's see. Jalen Brown is averaging 27.5 To be fair, okay. Two steals, solid two point five rebounds and three assists. That's yeah. good, man. Last That's year true. he averaged just a tad over 20, six rebounds, less assists, and almost half the amount of steals. Yes, he may not have as much when Kemba comes back, but I think he solidified himself as the second best player in the Celtics. Yeah, for sure. No question. Heck, some some players some people like Kendrick Perkins say that at first. There's no way in my yeah. opinion he's better than like Jason. My Tatum. brother, my brother thinks Jalen Brown's better than Jason Tatum. Really? Yeah. See, I, I don't get that conversation. I don't even get how that's a question. I feel like Jason Tatum is so much better, but... It's because they see it as, like, checking off the boxes. Oh, Jalen Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown is better at defense, better at True. rebounding. They don't look at the player for a goal. Yeah, and it's so funny because this year ESPN had Jalen Brown ranked 82, I think. Really low, like, under 70, which was really surprising. I mean, he's a solid 40. Even last season, he was a solid top 40 player. I don't get why he was 80-something. How he got worse, I don't know. Yeah, but my point is last season, I would I would have thought, um, like last season, I always knew Jason Tatum was the best player in the Celtics, but this season, it was almost like, I mean, sorry, last season, it's almost like, well, who's the second best player? Is it Kemba? Right, Kemba was an all-star. He averaged... Uh, you know, he was, like, leading in points the year before in Charlotte. Yeah. 26, um, 27, right? Or is it Jalen Brown, right? But I think this year he kind of solidified himself as the second player. And that makes Kemba more expendable. Like, they might trade him now to the Mavs. Really? Record. But For who? Who would they trade I don't know. I for? saw the Mavs are interested in him. But, hey, I really thought Kemba was a way better fit than Kyrie was. Yeah. And I think they could still work it out. I don't know why they're so quick to trade him. I don't know. Maybe they've seen stuff in like training and rehab that they don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't like him so much. But, anyways, why do you give me a case for Darius Garland? Okay, he's stepping up from his rookie year where everyone was saying, oh, this guy's trash. This is never going to work. This is mm-hmm. horrible. And I was looking at his stats. He totally stepped up. He's averaging 19.9 points per game now. 
Like he's a way better player, way more efficient. Like, this is coming from the fourth pick, right? We only played a few games in college. Just keep that in mind, guys. Like, he went from everyone hating on him mm-hmm. to now, like, him being a way better player. And that's, like, a good story for the media, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, Darius Garland, I mean, I don't know if I cut it out or not, but, I mean, he only played five games in college. Big biggest question mark of last year's draft, fourth pick, um, and I remember some that was the Lakers pick by the way. But I remember people yeah, talking about the Lakers. Um, I mean, he's really surprised me this season. He was on like all the waiver wires, and I'm sorry we keep relating this to fantasy, but he was on all the waiver wires in the beginning of the season. Seemed like he might have been the steal of the year, the pick of the year. Yeah, for sure. Waivers. Um, um, Kelvin Johnson too is actually doing really well, but playing really well. Yeah, but uh, anyways, um, Darius Garland, he was definitely one of my top picks for most improved player. The reason why I chose Jalen Brown over him is just because I feel like, um, like the NBA doesn't like the players. Like they usually tend to choose most improved players who are somewhat already developed and then who take the extra leap to all star or superstar. Yeah. Like last year was Luca. It could have been Devontae Graham, who was very similar to Darius Garland. Luca was the most improved player last year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm Yeah, 99% sure. Uh, I remember he was in the conversation. I don't remember him winning it, though. Wait, was it? Ingram, my bad. Ingram, Ingram. Okay, Ingram, yeah, my wait. bad. But... My point is, sorry, Ingram, not Luca. I'm really sorry. My point is, it was, oh, it was because Luca said, take my name out of the race. Yeah. And then, like, give it to Devontae or Brandon Ingram or something. But Ingram was already averaging 18 points a game. He just went from averaging 20, uh, 18 to 24. So he was already established. Devontae Graham went from averaging three points a game to 18 points a game. Bigger jump points wise. Um, which is similar to Darius Garland averaging like eight to like 19. Yeah. As opposed to Jalen Brown going from 20 to 27. I think NBA respects and credits the higher leap more. So the leap that may be less points, but the leap that takes you from all-star snub to solid all-star starter potentially yeah. Um, yeah. more. That's why I chose him as my MIP. Yeah. I just don't know if you can pick, keep it up. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think he's really proven that he's the second best player. If not, some people say this first. I always thought Jalen Brown was just... Like last year, if you ask me, he might have been the fourth best player in the Celtics after Gordon Hayward, after Kevin Walker. I didn't really think of him... I didn't think much of him until this season. I'm like, whoa. I mean, this guy's showing out. Um, I feel like last year he was the second best player. It's just Kemba's there. He's going to get his 18 points, 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. And that's taking Jalen Brown. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been saying, and I've been wa- listening to a lot of sports shows, they've been saying the best player, um, that Jalen Brown is the best shooting guard. Do you think that's true? In the league? Yes. I in don't think league? that's true. In the league. They're saying he's the best shooting guard in the league. Are we just going to James Harden doesn't exist? Devin Booker doesn't exist? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I Please, I mean... 
who was it? I think it's Kendrick Perkins also who said Jalen Brown's the best shooting guard in the league. This guy, James Harden, just dropped 44 and 17. What do you mean? Oh, honestly, James Harden, I kind of look at him more as a point guard, so maybe that's... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Let's say, let's consider James Harden a point guard. Okay. And Kawhi is small forward. And, like, pretty much we're talking pure shooting guards. Like, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, I did think it's definitely better. DeMar oh, yeah, DeRozan. Uh, Jonathan Mitchell, eh, yeah. shooting guard, kind of. CJ McCollum. Drew Holiday, Buddy Heald, then Jalen Brown. What do you think? I feel like Jalen Brown's in the top three, but for sure not the best one. Not the best? Bradley Beal's better than him, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't know if DeMar Rosen's better than him. Not at this point of their career. Um, yeah. I feel like Jalen Brown's better than DeMar Rosen. I feel like Jalen Brown's at like that two, maybe, probably. Two, probably. But I mean, like, yeah, like to be completely honest with you, like this is also another big reason why I chose him. Like, if you go last year, is he your best point shooting guard? He was probably the seventh, sixth or seventh best shooting guard in the NBA. Not even yeah. close to top five, right? Like, yeah, eighth, maybe ninth, tenth. But this year, he's a solid three, solid two, right? So he's a great player. Yeah. So that's why I chose him best? for my MIP. Who's your top three power forwards? Sorry, I'm just thinking. Top three power forwards. Okay, in order. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Pascal's gonna have to be in there. Sorry, sorry, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. No. AD is a power forward. You're considering AD and Sir Jokic power forward. Jokic is center. Jokic center is Jason Tatum a power forward to you? Yes. Is Giannis a power forward? Yeah. Really? Giannis is, is a power forward. Yeah. KD a power forward. No, I feel like is a small forward to me. Um, okay. So AD, of course, number one. You said Jason Tatum is considered, right? Yeah. Shoot, I might be forgetting someone. Okay. Jason Tatum, Giannis, and AD. I feel like that's my top three for sure. Jason Tatum, Giannis. Oh, Giannis, you're considering power oh, forward, right? My bad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I would say AD, then Giannis, then Jason Tatum. But I think Pascal Siakam can make a case for there too. No way. Because uh, when you think of uh, Jason Tatum, you get a, you get glamored by how good he is and his potential. We're talking how good they are now. Yeah, okay. he's averaging twenty five points per game. I feel like still you're basing that more off of potential. Like, if I were to compare Pascal and him, apple to apple. Um. Okay, I guess. Jason Tatum is better. I compare them on my phone, but Jason Tatum is better. But I think Pascal Siakam, do you not think he's like four, five? What do you, Sabonis. We can't forget about Sabonis. I still feel like Jason Tatum is better than Sabonis. I don't know. I'm not saying Sabonis. I'm saying for the fourth, fourth or fifth best player. Okay. I'll go, that's my top three. I'll put Sabonis at four, Pascal at five. Okay. I agree with that then. Um, Ingram, you don't consider a power forward, right? Small forward for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we took a turn there, a little tangent, yeah. but um, who is your uh sixth man of the year? Sixth man of the year. My sixth man of the year is Karis Levert. Okay. And this, is when, I just want to tell the listeners, this is when we know Karis Levert's on the bench. 
Mm-hmm. If that changed halfway through the season, I'm sorry. Like, I was wrong. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Karis LeVert, he's for sure. Like, he's going to get 18 points off the bench, I think. Like, he has the whole bench unit to himself. Yeah. I would say, like, I – they played on the first, so and he wasn't starting. I mean, he was starting, so I just decided to stay away from Karis, even though clearly Karis LeVert is the best – you know, the best bench Karis player. Karis started on the first? He Did he start or was he off the bench on the first? Wait, wait what did we say before? I think it was, uh, sorry, Timothy Lalo Covero that started. Yeah, yeah. He came off the bench. Sorry. I think he's going to start eventually. I don't think he should, but I think he will. Um, But I have Jordan Clarkson as my sixth man of the year. Yeah. Kind of. Sixth man of the year is such a question mark pick until like two or three months into the season when you have solid stats. I feel like it's a small sample size right now. They've only yeah. played, what, six games, most teams? Five or six, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so far, he's averaging about 15, five and a steal. Really, really solid off the bench for Utah, a really good team. Um, you know, a playoff team in the West for sure. And he's backing up, you know, great point guard, great, a great backcourt. Donovan Mitchell and yeah. Mike Conley. So the fact that he's still able to keep 15, five, and a steal, really, really solid. Um, I like Jordan Clarkson a lot. He used to be a Laker. That was a great uh, pick the by Cavs. us. Yeah. Great, great pick Cavs. by Laker. Yeah. He was just a scorer. And I think that's why people didn't really like him yeah. as a pick. But, hey, Lakers took him in. You know, he he didn't get chosen like 46th pick. Yeah, 46th from Colorado, yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, that's my six uh, six minute of the year. But um, now that you mentioned picks, I don't think there's much to talk about six men, but now that you mentioned picks, I have a question. Which team, now that you mentioned like the Lakers drafted him so low, which team has the best scouting in the NBA? You're talking draft, G League. I know my answer. There's, it's between three teams for me. Yeah. Four, actually four. I could think of four really good teams. I feel like it has to be the Celtics. Really? That wasn't one of the ones I was thinking of. Really? Who were you thinking of? I was thinking more of like the teams that take those players in the second round and kind of develop them. Those players that take in those undrafted guys and make them something. The Raptors, you know, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Oh, Siakam. Raptors. I forgot about the Raptors. Yeah. yeah, Raptors. You have the Warriors taking in, I mean, we all know the Warriors, Draymond. All those second-round picks who have just panned out yeah. and developed directly. Pascal. Yeah. And then they also were the ones that had Kendrick Nunn in their G League. That's going to take me to the next team, the Miami Heat, who found Duncan Robinson, uh, all these studs, Kendrick Nunn, from literally nowhere. No one saw them anywhere. They picked him up on their summer league and everything. Um, then took him to the G League. The Lakers, finally. You know, Lakers have draft, drafted very well. Kuzma, Josh Hart, um, Jordan Clarkson. If you look back at those drafts, most of the players around where those players were picked are not even in the NBA anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's they only a few years ago, but yeah. So those are my four teams. Celtics were not one of them. Why do you think it's the Celtics? I feel like they always like get if they're always in the like the top fifteen in the lottery, they always get the best picks. They always like know which players are gonna pan out. 
okay so i guess you kind of like looked at it we, from like a we kind of looked at it from different perspectives like i looked yeah. at it more of like those diamonds in the roughs but you looked at it like picking the right picking the right yeah. player when you have a high pick and it, you're right you know a lot of people said uh in the draft with Brandon Ingram and Ben Simmons, they were the only two good players and it fell off where Jalen Brown was and Jamal Murray. Um, clearly, Celtics drafted yeah. correctly there. Yeah. Um, who was the fourth pick in that draft? No. I think it was a bust. Was it Jalil Okafor? No, no, no. He was... Let me look it up. It was before was huh? Which year was Kristaps? Kristaps was which year? Twice sixteen. Oh, maybe it was Kristaps. It was no, no, no. It was Dragon Bender. Oh my gosh, I remember that guy. He's oh out of the my. NBA, by the way. He's yeah, he's, he's out the NBA. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, so it was Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, Dragon Bender, then Chris Dunn, then Buddy Heald, then Jamal Murray, Devontae Savonis was 11th pretty significant uh let's see who else wow a lot of these players are already out of the nba yabu sele hernan gomez ante zizic no hernan gomez is still in the league i think is he i think he's yeah, in the timberwolves right but he's yeah not- williams and gomez yeah yeah i didn't mean like out of the league i meant like not really getting like minutes you know? oh yeah, yeah yeah okay but uh DeJounte Murray at 29. That's a good pick. And Pascal Siakam at 27. So, yeah, this draft was supposed to be really thin. Um, yeah. That took a turn. Um, did we mention? No, Rookie of the Year. We have two more. Rookie of the Year and MVP. Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. You all go with my first. My Rookie of the Year, I feel like I, if you ask me this right mm-hmm. before the season start, I'd for sure say LaMelo. Mm-hmm. But after I've seen how they're using him and how like how what's going down in Charlotte, I'm saying James Wiseman, no question. James Wiseman, okay. Over Anthony Edwards, who's averaging yes. 15. Okay. I think uh, when you look back at rookie of the year, they usually pick players who average a lot. But I think I think this year there's not gonna be a clear rookie of the year. Um I wouldn't compare it to like one of those years where like Malcolm Brogdon was the rookie of the year who only averaged like nine points. But I would say it's a pretty bad year for rookies. Um, Ty, it's Tyrese Halliburton between Tyrese Halliburton, LaMelo, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, right? I feel like James Wiseman is going to average that 15 points per game, plus he's going to get you seven rebounds. And a block, a block. Or two. Yeah. I like that. I would say Anthony Edwards, according to odds, is number one. Due to the fact that he's averaging 15, 16, right? Mm-hmm. Do I think he's the rookie of the year? No. Okay, so it appears that I have cut out my bad um, from audio. So it's the podcasting over Zoom, guys, because of quarantine. But um, um, So like I said, Anthony Edwards is, according to odds, he's the best. He's number one to win rookie of the year. But I think um, as a number one pick, he has a higher chance of getting it than like someone like Tyrese Halliburton, who may even put better stats. I think Tyrese Halliburton is averaging 13, but he's also averaging like five and four in a steal or two. Um, LaMelo Ball, last three games have shown a lot of promise. 
That's why yeah. I'm going to go with Lamelo as my final pick. Really? Manrique de- yeah. He's averaged. So let's see. Last three games, if you look at his minutes, he had 30, 27, 31. Much better than his 16 and 15 in his first two games. I think they're understanding. Someone sent a message saying, hey, you guys have to play Lamelo more. I don't know if it was LeVar Ball saying, like criticizing the Hornets coach or their Hornets, whatever. And like maybe Michael Jordan said something about it, but last in the last week, he's been averaging 14, five and five, two blocks and a steal. I think he can keep it up. And that's with yeah. 45%, 75% shooting splits. I think he can keep that up. There's no question he's a rookie of the year. If he keeps 14, five and five and two steals, two blocks and two steals and one block. That is yeah. solid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're still going to give him minutes. Really? I don't know. So what do you think of the last three games? Do you think like they're just flutes or like the fact that they gave him? Because he started off really hot. Like if I, if, he, if Lamelo like has a bad start to a game, are they going to keep him in or are they just going to bench him? True. But I think, man, I hate their situation. It's a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong. You have three really good guards. But, like, what if they could exchange one of those really good guards? For a great shooting guard or small forward. I was saying great center. Really? They have Bismack, though. I feel like Bismack's, like, a really good guy. No, he's not. I mean, going to the future, you want someone young. I think, like, why can't they trade him for someone like... Like, who's a good young center that, like, doesn't have much trade value right you now? Think like, the Pelicans, you think the Pelicans would trade them? What's it called? Steven Adams? Um, no, they trade Jackson Terry Rozier. Yeah, for Jackson Hayes. I think Jackson Hayes is worse than Terry Rozier. I think it's going to be, like, Jackson Rock Hayes and a bunch of other stuff. A bunch of young players. I like that trade, but I was thinking someone like Jarrett Allen. They just don't need another guard. They already have yeah. – actually, guess what? Spencer Dinwiddie is injured. Who said they don't need another guard, right? They can have another Devontae Graham off the bench, Terry Rozier off the bench. Yes. For someone like Jarrett Allen, a young, great center. Um, they can put Devontae Graham in that shooting guard position and roll with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, LaMelo can even play shooting guard instead of point guard. They can alternate, you know? Yeah. I feel but, like LaMelo could play, like, three at moments. Mm-hmm. But he's so tall. He's, like, 6'9", six, 6'8". Six, yeah, yeah. Some people say he can guard the one through three. One, two, four, even. But, um, you just hey, have to put on more muscle. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to end up trading Devontae Graham, not Terry Rozier, because Michael Jordan loves Terry Rozier's game because yeah. they just paid him a bunch of money. Um, the I'll be okay with them keeping Terry Rozier. It's just Lamelo's not going to have as much PPG. Um, but they should get a good center, a starting caliber center, a young. Starting caliber center. Would you see? You think the Bulls would trade Wendell Carter? Because um, he's been on the trade market for a long time. Now, I think so. Like, I think they would. Especially if, like this year, the Bulls with their fourth pick, I thought that they were going to trade Wendell Carter, or like pick a center and then eventually trade Wendell Carter. They ended up going with Patrick Williams, who's been doing well. Um. I thought they would go with someone like Onyeka. Really? Yeah. Go small ball, kind of. Onyeka's but, been injured for the last couple of days. What, what, how is he? He has a broken toe, I think. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but the Bulls, man, people are saying Zach Levine's out of there. You think so? Really? That's what people are saying. I don't. I mean, I don't know, but like Zach Levine, like that Bulls team, just the Bulls management ever since like the Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah era. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. yeah, horrible. But let's do. You want to do quick MVP? Yeah, let's do go MVP. Okay. Who's your MVP, David? My MVP. I think you already know who it is. Luca Magic. Luca Magic. Luca Magic. Luka Magic can't be the MVP with this team that bad. He can, bro. Come on. And Trey Young, a close second. Trey Young, a close second. Trey Young and Luka Magic. You're picking these young suds? I was thinking um, this year, in my opinion, it's not clear. Let's be honest. It's not clear. Hmm. But I think this year's MVP is going to have to go to James Harden. James Harden? Yeah, he's averaging 37 and 11. What do you mean, James Harden? What do you what? mean? James Harden. Yeah, what do you think I was going to... What did you think? I don't know. Not James Harden. Whoa. What? James Harden? Yeah. For MVP? Yes. 37 oh. and 11. He's not. He's going he's gonna to drop down to like 28 and 9. But no, he's not. That's what people have been saying. Like, like last year he ever he ended up averaging 34, 33. The year before he averaged like a whopping like 38 to 40 games. I don't know, like, man. He's not gonna I, drop down. Come on now. I don't know, man. James Harden for MVP. He's averaging 37 even after John Wall that, came back and showed out. After that, Marcus no, he's been injured. Back. He got in, he was injured. He didn't play last game. Oh, he didn't play? Yeah, that's the thing. He didn't play. Mm. Christian Wood, though, has been playing well. But, no, I think y'all... It's not a solid pick. I'll be completely honest. I don't feel solid. I don't feel completely, like, solid with it. But James Harden's the MVP, man. I I don't get how you can pick... For me, Trey Young has more of a case to be MVP than Luka. I don't get why everyone says, oh, Luka. Because he's averaging 30, 10, and 10. Dude, Luka's... But his team, man, his team. Do you know what seed Dallas is? They're two and three. Yeah, they've, they've, but they've had a couple hard matchups, man. They have, they have. To be completely honest, they have. But the Hawks, the Hawks are doing much better. They're four and two. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I think, okay, fine, Trey Young. I think eventually Trey Young will be at MVP or be top three. I don't think it's this year. Um, because it's always like one of the superstars, like a top three NBA player, like AD. If, if, if the Rockets get a top three seed and James Harden keeps on playing where he's at, they'll definitely win MVP. But I don't know if they're going to get a top three seed. I don't know. Okay, but what's when do you say that he's equal with Luka? Luka's for sure not keeping this up. Come on now. You think Luka's going to keep this up? Come on now. Luca's gonna keep a 30, 10, and 10. Are you kidding me? He averaged 29, 9, and 9 last season. He can't get up. He can't. He he averaged 29, 9, and 9 last season. Okay, but do you think he's gonna keep 30, 10, and 10? Yes. There's it's more of a no way. You know Chris Stapp is coming back soon. You know 
You know there's no way he's gonna keep that. Come on. How is it no? He averaged twenty. Wait, if we were talking now. stats, then I would pick Russell Westbrook. Are you kidding me? He's averaging like twenty thirteen and like thirteen. Like, I would pick Russell Westbrook if we were talking strictly stats. And the, and all the media wants him to win MVP. You know it from the start of the season. Who who the media wants to win MVP? Russell Westbrook is averaging twenty thirteen and twelve. But you have to look at it from a media standpoint. 20, 13 and 12. Okay, before the season, when you're looking through the predictions, all of them are saying Luca, Luca, Luca's Luka, the better yeah. team. Yeah. Because the media wants him to win. And you the media, well, the media wants happens, and you know this. I know that. And I don't like that, but I know that's that's true. I'm not saying Luca won't win, uh, won't be a top three candidate. I'm just saying with his team, how bad they are now, don't even think about his team, like him even being top three. Don't even like, really? like, yes, you can have all the stats in the world, but at the end of the day, they're empty stats if you're not getting the wins. Uh, if his team's not like eighth seed or in the play-ins, right? If his, if you the don't think they're going to play you, you don't think they're going to, they're in a top five seed, man. Like it's, it's looking now, they're not look. They don't look like a top it's, five team. It's five, it's five games. It's five games. It's five games. Slow okay. rolls. But we're talking as of now, what we know now. And as of now, I've been watching, and they do not look like even a top six team in the top seven team in the West. I would have them at eight right now. Oh my. Oh my. Oh it's all power God. rankings, man. It's all the media's power rankings, man. Come on. You know this very well. It's as of how things look right now. And right now, Luca's not my pick. He can't, he can't. Man, I don't know. You saw them lose really badly. I mean, you can't be the MVP with losses. Didn't they that just? Bad. Didn't they just destroy the Heat? Uh, on January first, yes. But then what? What happened the game before? They got. They lost to the Hornets. By how many? 15. A lot. A lot. It's not even fifteen. You have to be honest. It wasn't even fifteen. Like, no, no, it was. But like, I'm saying like, fifteen in garbage time. Before, yeah. like when real players were playing, it was way more. Um. Yeah. 25 even, but I think I picked a pretty solid, safe pick. James Harden seems to always be in the conversation. Um, he's for sure going to be top three, in my opinion. How do you average 37 and 11? And I get a reaction out of you like, what? What? How do you pick Harden? What? 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 James Harden? Like, I, don't, I don't see James Harden, man. I don't know. 37 and 11? And you're talking to me about this brother who's averaging 30 and 10? Come on. 37, 11, and your team's winning. And your team's winning. Those stats are going to drop, though. He has John Wall and Christian Wood on his team. Dude, you got to trust me, man. And if James Harden ends up staying in Houston... That team right? is scary. That team is scary. Not only is that team scary, I think that helps his MVP chances. The media wants him to, like, it's going to be a nice narrative. Oh, James Harden well, didn't even want to start playing his first game, but ended up being the MVP of the NBA and proving that he is the best player uh, with his trade value being lofty. You know, it's it's a nice narrative. And I think for sure, James Harden has a case of winning. I see Luca's point. But Luca, you got to get your team winning a little more, man. I want to see more wins in the win column for Mavericks. Um I think that exhausts are way too early awards, right? Buzzer beaters yeah, way too early awards. I think, 
I think we did it all. We did it all. Um, look out for another midweek episode, guys. This um, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. And um, we'll see you guys then. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for listening. listening. See you.